I'm just trying to have a good time and enjoy this party. No, 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 no. Is it good? It's so good. good. Yeah, slushy. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone. Um, you're listening to The Workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. And I am Ernest. And, and I'm Samelia. And um, we are back with you once again. Thank you for joining in with us. So um, if this is your first episode, <laughs> we are making our way through season 15 of the Emmy Award winning show that is Project Runway, which we both dearly love. Please be sure to follow us, of course, on Facebook. We have a Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash the workroom podcast and also on SoundCloud where we drop our episodes and um, of course you can subscribe there and you get our updates of, you can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher anywhere you get your podcasts. And um, of course um, on our Facebook page and also um, in our links section, you can uh, find our cheat sheets where you can follow along with us um, at the, towards the end of our episode where we go through all the final looks of our designers on by runway order so that is always fun and so um yeah and and um before we we jump into this week's episode I want to catch up a little bit with Samelia and all her goings on so (laughs) um you were on a panel this weekend and yes I was can you talk a little bit about that because I'm also curious what was what was the panel about and how's it organized? So the panel was about um, it, it's called Third Shift and it was actually organized through the church that I go to here, um, Christ City Church. Mm-hmm. Shout out! <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, it's basically something that we're gonna do quarterly. It's about um, creatives and how their beliefs or, you know, how, just the idea of work being sacred and how that plays into um, what we do. So it, it was a really, um, it was a really good time. It was me and uh, there were two other creatives from the church that I go to, but it was, you know, it's an event that's open to the public. Um, and towards the end, we opened it up for people to ask questions and everything. So it was really neat. Yeah, I mean, is there like a huge creative community at your church? I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, there seems to be a good amount. Um, yeah, I, I believe so. I mean, I don't know all of them, but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the people that I normally see on a weekly basis are um, out of them, probably like 50% are creative, if not a little more. Wow. But, you know, and two, you know, creative, that can be anyone, anyone can be considered creative when you, when you really get down to it. You know, if you're like making a business plan, that's, you're creating something. If you're, you know, like if you're making spreadsheets or just anything really can see it through the lens of being creative. So. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think, I don't know, I'm also interested in, in just what goes on down there in Memphis. Because you've lived there qu- for quite a while. Unfortunately, I have not been able to visit you. Yeah, come on. <laughs> as if, I know. I'm going to make my way there. Because you've been, I mean, of course, you've been up here. But, um, oh, so New York-centric. <laughs> but yeah, but but 
I feel like there are, you know, very interesting things that I hear about through you and the things that you are involved in. Mm-hmm. And so I just, um, I'm, I'm getting an idea that there's, there's quite a bit of, of interesting stuff going on, especially in, in Memphis. Yeah, there, so. there really are. I mean, there, there's a lot going on in the arts here. Um, it's just really, really interesting to, to be a part of and um, just different parts of the city that are starting to flourish and pick up steam. Yeah. So that that's, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. So hoping to get down there and also just, you know, um, to see what else goes on, what else, what, what other happenings are, are going on down there. Mm-hmm. It's just really fascinating. I don't know much about Memphis. I don't know much about where you live, Samelia, <laughs> friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Come check it out. <laughs> Always curious. I know. Just need to just get out of New York and just do that. So mm-hmm. soon, soon. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so let's jump into this episode and we, you know, have our, what I guess I'm going to call the epilogue portion, which I think is, it just felt like the longest recap of the previous episode in the, or maybe it felt that long because it was such a heartbreaking episode and um yeah i don't know about i don't know if you felt that way but i, I just kind of it it jumped out at me and and also because the transition to this week's episode was such a mood changer it was it was it was really kind of stark you go from this really it, heavy, yeah everyone's crying to oh all of a sudden we're in a, a cocktail lounge a very brightly lit yeah. cocktail lounge so um, anyway, so we find ourselves with, you know, finding with a montage of Nina, Zach and Heidi who are speaking to people who are obviously bloggers. Like they didn't really have to even caption these people. They look like bloggers and obviously fashion <laughs> bloggers. And, um, mm-hmm. and I thought it was interesting. Again, we're seeing the judges out of the runway environment right at the top, <laughs> which I think is kind of weird. But um, yeah, I didn't even know what to think about that. I was like, oh, this is it. It was so different. Because do you think that they're getting a little bit more interaction with the judges outside of the the runway than uh, than previous seasons? I definitely think think that. Okay. Okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. It feels that way. And um, because, you know, again, we have like a a repeat of the first episode where you get to drink at the beginning. (laughs) and mm-hmm. so they're in a cocktail lounge with you know this interesting decor they bring in the designers and everyone just sort of runs to the bar especially Majin like Majin <laughs> just like mm-hmm. alcohol. So, yeah so I thought it was really interesting they're all with these copper pineapple drinks and they get to also sit down with the judges or, you know, Nina, Zach, and Heidi, they get to sit down with them and the bloggers and um, are interviewed along with um, along with the, with the judges as well. I don't know if, uh, yeah, they were, I feel like they were asking pretty basic questions, kind of like, oh, is it crazy mm-hmm. shopping food? Like, it, does it, it looks crazy on TV. Is it crazy in real life? Well, yeah, if you have 30 minutes to go through, you know, <laughs> the the nation of fabrics that is mood, yes. You know, and then all <laughs> and it's like, what's it like being on Project Runway? I another really annoying questions. I don't know. 
Um, I yeah. actually did not catch the name of this place. Did do you remember what this place was called? Yes, it's uh, Absolute Elix House. Okay, okay, it's called Absolute Elix House. Absolute is in. I believe so. I believe okay, so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. That's what I got. Because so, <laughs> that reminds me of vodka. Is that because, okay, exactly. so they also talk about their signature drink, which is a vodka drink that's made in this copper contraption, which is why they have these copper pineapples, which is kind of sort of paying an homage to this vintage way of making um, vodka, I guess. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. I wonder if this mm-hmm. is, I need to do my research on mm-hmm. the cocktail lounges. But um, anyway, so we have... Um, there, I guess the, the owner of this cocktail lounge comes out and makes the announcement to everyone that, um, this is a business and, and how they run their business and introduces Heidi who, who eventually, you know, drops the bomb, which really isn't a bomb that, okay, I know this is their challenge. <laughs> yeah. Is, and of course exactly. the whole time they're like sitting and having a great time talking with the judges you know I like know. on the same level i'm i'm so skeptical and i'm getting like more exactly. and more anxious like okay because <laughs> i feel like that would have been an interesting challenge period to kind of okay so what wh- how do you perform in a situation where you have to promote yourself and also um you know um go toe-to-toe with someone who you you find extremely intimidating but right <laughs> Because I actually I appreciated all of the all the comments of how crazy it is to be able to, you know, they've been with these people for, you know, six. Or this will be the sixth episode now, but you know, you still get a little starstruck mm-hmm. when you're that close to Nina Garcia and and Zach Posen. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. It's fine. Let's let's move on. So, um, <laughs> so I, you know, the thing is, no one is too upset over the fact that they got all dolled up to come to this cocktail lounge, and it actually is the beginning of their challenge um, because they all know. I feel like we've all mm-hmm. we've been through fifteen seasons or fourteen seasons so far, so we kind of we kind of get what's going on, and um, they're supposed to use this place as inspiration, and there's a lot of twenties inspired decor throughout the whole entire place and uh I guess speakeasy kind of feel, but also very eclectic. There are lots of textures and different mm-hmm. um types types of quirky things smashed together in this place. Um so yeah, I don't I don't know and basically it's a cocktail yeah. dress challenge. So yeah, I don't know right. what you thought of even this lounge or what it looked like. I thought I want to go there. <laughs> really? I mean, I, yeah, I, I love, I loved it. I mean, that just seems like something that would be right up my alley. You know, mm-hmm. we've we've got some similar spots like that in Memphis, and I mean, my husband and I love <laughs> cocktails, and <laughs> we, I mean, we just love venues like this, so yeah. we frequent them a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this place seems really cool. Yeah, it's so funny because I find it very intimidating. I would be really hesitant. Yes, only because I know oh that those drinks yeah. probably cost a minimum of twenty dollars. I'm just like, huh. I don't really know 
if I'd be willing to do that. And you're, mm, you know, obliged to show 20, up $20, you think, for one? You think it'd be Okay, 20? what do you think Maybe. about that? I think 20 I, I, I feel like... I feel like what, do you, 50, what do you think? I feel like 15 and 16. Okay. All right. I, I feel like 15 you 16 know, is pretty normal. But yeah. this place looked a little a little elevated in a way. So that's why I'm thinking 20. Maybe 18. I'll say 18. Right. 18. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Now, now I want right. to know. A place where, you know, I'm not, I'm not a cocktail uh, lady. I'm more of a beer person. So... I can I can guarantee that those places only probably serve like Belgian beers for eighteen dollars a bottle, or something ridiculous like that. <laughs> Where I'm like, I might as well get a cocktail. So <laughs> <laughs> now I want to. So <laughs> I mean, I actually now like now that I know that you'll you'll go to this and we'll have to go when you visit me in New York. Yeah, I'm again. starting. I'm starting my list. <laughs> I mean, of course, like after I come to to Memphis, but. To all that being said, they get the biggest budget of the season so far, which is $300. So they're also going to be mm-hmm. making expensive dresses for this expensive cocktail right. lounge. Um, So I, you know, they go around, they're able to sketch in the space. And um, I, I actually wrote down some quick thoughts, which was, please don't choose copper. Please, please don't choose copper. And that's what <laughs> I think a lot of them did. Yeah. So I don't know if you had any any thoughts about people's initial sketches and their inspirations and what they're going off of um, in this incredibly interesting looking um, spot. Yes, I did actually. Um, first of all, Tasha's sketch worried me because it looked like she <sighs> had so. a heart on on the model's booty. I don't know. On the, but, you know what, Samuel? I don't know. I wrote what's the going exact on. same thing. I said her her sketch <laughs> freaked me out. It freaked me out because there was yeah, a heart on the yeah. ass. That is yeah. where the heart was. It was it was on the on the on the butt. Yeah, um, so I was like, "What?" Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then I felt like with Rick's sketch that he, he was really gonna have to pull that off um, pretty well. His inspiration were were the aprons that the bartenders mm-hmm. were using. Um, right. And I just I was I was a a little worried about that but not as much as with Tasha just because you know with the aprons I felt like I mean you're gonna have to work really hard to have it not look like an apron in the end exactly I mean that's what I was worried about because from the sketch I'm even from him describing it it um and we'll get into that later like it it looked I just didn't think that there was much to go on with the cocktail aprons but um right you know I also thought that um, it was interesting that um, Aaron decided not to sketch. So Aaron's mm-hmm. one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. And she sort of just walked around looking at the little tchotchkes and, and various little trinkets that they had. Because there's a lot to look at in this place, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I was just kind of like, hmm, you're not sketching. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, and any anyone else? Uh, I was actually pretty excited about Laurence's um, sketching and her inspiration oh, being yeah. from the Chesterfield couch. Hmm. I was like, oh man, I just know I, I that's going to be amazing. 
I didn't even think much about that because I was like, the couch is leather. She's gonna do leather, so I guess. But I mean, what what made it right? Yeah, which you know, I'm not surprised about that. But just how she was gonna in that inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, with the tufting and and whatnot, it's like okay, yeah, this, this will be interesting. Yeah, I think I I did not give her enough credit at that moment because um, <laughs> she only uses leather, and it's like, of course, yeah, <laughs> of course, you lay yeah. on it and <laughs> you love on it, and like it's great. You you're gonna choose leather anyway. So, but you know, in a way, thinking it, that that could be a smart move since she is so skilled with that fabric. Why not? You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, and I and, and that make that takes me to Majing, who wanted to to replicate the drizzle on the, the basically the condensation yeah. coming off the side of these elaborate copper pineapple vessels that they were drinking out of. Which I want one. The more we talk about it, the more I, I know. Want one. I want one. I, I just, just want, want to know. go there. I'm not into cocktails, but I really want one of those. And yeah, so yeah. I I I instantly wrote no. Because I think replicating this drizzle is a, is a bit complicated. And um, I don't know. I kind of instantly thought of of like a sequence or something. And also, you know, the idea of replicating something. Um, same thing with Laurence. Trying not to make it look exactly like your inspiration. And, you know, and, mm-hmm. and having a, such a, a one-to-one interpretation of something. So... Right. Yeah. I mean, um, anyone else before we move on? No, that was it. Okay. Oh, I I also wrote. Where's Alex? I'm just saying. I'm just. I know. I literally like the whole episode. I'm I'm like, okay, when? All right, when? When are you bringing back? When? When is it? Is it now? When is he gonna pop in? You know, like this is my mind the whole time. Exactly. So Alex isn't here yet. That's, you know, so we're on to mood. No Alex yet. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, the thing about this is I really am interested. I was interested in seeing how the designers responded to having so much money to spend on something that is so classic, like a cocktail dress, where it still is basically mm-hmm. do whatever you want, but of course make it expensive. And I think that, right. you know, it's a double whammy for a lot of people free reign mm-hmm. and a lot of money in mood so and also I, I i imagine the designers being really drunk at this at this point <laughs> at mood so yep <laughs> so, yeah. especially Majin. it looked like he got like three cocktails i don't know i know <laughs> come on he just he actually like took advantage of it so yeah um so yeah yeah we're running around mood and um, I don't know. Did anything stick out to you in this moment? I feel like they didn't really spend a lot of time in mood in terms of, you know, showtime. Yeah. Um, Tasha's print. I was like, girl, no. What? I, she she grabbed some sort oh, of right. floral something or other in denim. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is just going to be a disaster because it didn't. It didn't look cocktail or evening mm-hmm. or anything. It it just looked kind of. Oh, I'm gonna wear this to the park, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, you know, and I, th- I, I kind of got the feeling that what she was doing is just getting lots of different things, and not necessarily mm-hmm. spending 
money on something that was particularly normally out of the project runway price range, something that's more, more expensive and just getting the yardage you need. And so, um, yeah, cause I, you know, we'll see later. I, I, she, yeah, she got this floral thing, but she also got this, got something else. I don't really know. It just didn't, I didn't, it didn't really stand out what she was doing to me. I didn't, I didn't really get it. Right. I mean, the only one I really understood yeah. um, was Natalia. I thought that, I thought the mm-hmm. fabric was really gorgeous in mood. I don't know what you yeah. thought. Yeah, it's almost like they changed it up. <laughs> I know. It looked really they did, great. They it did have this, some good stuff. Yeah, it had this maroon, and it's also in a section that I've never, where I've never looked because it's really expensive. So she ends up, Natalia ends up getting um, a half yard of fabric that was $250 a yard. So she's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. we, we all, it's $125 on one piece of fabric. And so, um, you know, I, I never go, I don't think I've ever really even, um, breathed in the same vicinity as anything that costs more than 60 a yard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know where you would go. The leather is as expensive as I think I've gotten. I don't really don't know. Um, so I want to know where she yeah. was to get that. So anyway, <laughs> so we, we move on into the workroom with all of our expensive things. And then I feel like this is a point where we finally get to see everyone's fabrics. And um, honestly, yeah. my first impression was Jenny's fabric. I thought at the moment, you know, she was kind of showing it off to people. I thought it was really ugly. And also I'm seeing a lot of brown. Yeah. Which I think, of course, people were very influenced right. by the copper. And I just thought that was very mm-hmm. unfortunate because, you know, I I have nothing against the color brown, except I really do not like clothes in brown. So I'm just, you know, yes, he I'm, was, I'm so the same way. Jenny had brown, Dexter had brown. Okay, I'm good because I wore a lot of brown in middle school. I'm just saying. I wore it out. I wore a lot of brown, you know, ninth and 10th grade. <laughs> and I just was like, you know what? I'm brown. That's enough. Like, I don't have to wear <laughs> That's enough brown. <laughs> and then I saw other people wearing browns like, you're not brown, but you shouldn't be wearing brown either. You know, it's I like, just, I feel like yeah, brown has a place. It's probably my but... least favorite <laughs> as far as, cl- like, you know, when it comes to garments, brown is my least yeah, favorite yeah. color for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was really disappointed at Jenny's fabric and Dexter's got the, the and Aaron, Aaron too. She had like a brownish fabric, With, and yeah, yeah, it was really elaborate. Metallic. I thought hers was a little bit more close to being actually copper, and everyone yeah. else was trying to get a play yeah. or something that was, um, uh, what do you call it? That would that would um match or pair well with copper so mm-hmm. um yeah and and can i just point out cornelius with his huge pieces oh, of houndstooth oh, he had no. houndstooth it's... for days and how you know <laughs> it makes no sense how wait where is it how how do you get so much houndstooth yeah, I, I didn't get. I and also, where did, where is Houndstooth in this absolute Elix bar? I forget the exactly. Name again. I don't know I, what you know, this... he expected to do with with that. <laughs> yes, some of the, a lot of the designers' fabric choices were confusing to me. 
yeah, anyone else? Because I feel like we just kind of like I've got a fabric rundown, and I have so many thoughts. But what are your thoughts on 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 any of these? Well, I mean, I, I really did. I liked Aaron's fabric, but I, I did notice all that brown, and I wasn't so sure about Dexter's because mm-hmm. you know he was saying body con, and then the brown. You know, I feel like it could have easily um, ended up looking cheap. Yeah. And also, um, so. I I think, you know, we, we see some of what Brick is thinking of as well. And, mm. you know, he thinks shiny is a color, which I thought was funny, but wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But, you know, I'm not I'm not bothered by by his material his design so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sort of like still on the fence about him at this point okay like, i don't know okay just because okay. of the past and how bad things have been yeah but then Roberry's <laughs> like Roberry's fabric surprised me i was like that's definitely not cocktail <laughs> <sighs> you know god darn it you know i was gonna <laughs> save this for later because okay Cornelius and Roberry are in my bracket. And honestly, after seeing their fabric choices, mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. had deep moments of doubt. With Cornelius, it, the doubt has been building and I ha- I've lost, I pretty much have lost hope. But with with him doubling down on this houndstooth obsession that he has been sort of yeah. hinting at throughout, because he's, some of this fabric he has chosen before and, and, and we'll get into that later. Tim calls him out on it. But, mm-hmm. um, holy crap, I love Houndstooth, but he's making me hate Houndstooth. And then Roberry yeah. chooses this fabric that is so out of, that's left field and, you know, yeah. has, has, a, has a time and place because, you know, I don't doubt the people at Moot, they choose beautiful things, but not for this. It just seemed really right. appropriate. Yeah, because I love Way the fabric casual. Roberry chooses. And, I, you know, I want it for myself, but it's not, it's yeah, just not right. not for cocktail. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Also, Samelia, where is Alex? (laughs) I know. Girl, I'm like, okay, okay, is he going to pop in the workroom? Like at any moment now. Like y'all can bring him back now. (laughs) Okay, so one second. I'm going to take a cough break. (coughs) Um, Whoops. Okay, I'm going to pop in some Ricola. So yeah, I'm also getting over. <laughs> I'm also getting over a terrible cold, and of course, I'm I have um, also the added layer of asthma. So my he's taking some coughing breaks during this whole thing. Um, <clears throat> yes, so I don't know if anyone can notice that my voice is a little different today. So. <laughs> So let's let's uh let's move into things here, and um, mm-hmm. you know before before Tim comes in, we uh we get to see a little bit of what everyone's making, and I thought it was interesting that we get a glimpse of of Laurence's dress, and um I just thought at this moment I I wrote a quick note that said her shoulders. Oh my God! Wow, I just I just loved what I was seeing <laughs> because unlike yep. you, I had no idea what 
you know, any kind of inspiration from a Chesterfield couch could, of course, I mean, I've said I've had very low expectations from Laurence. So seeing this, I just kind of just leapt out of my, my own couch. I was like, oh my God, this is great. I love these shoulders. <laughs> this is great. Mm-hmm. And then we also get to see a little bit of Rick's um, apron inspired dress come together. And um, I wrote, it looks just like an apron, you idiot. It looked like an apron to me. Yes, yes. So what did you that's think about exactly this? what I thought. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's I literally wrote. It's just looking like an apron to me. <laughs> that's that's exactly. What I, I was like, okay, well, <laughs> it just it just looks. It's not. I was so disappointed because I, you know, in a way, it's, especially if you say it's inspired by something, I'm always looking forward to seeing how anyone is interpreting that. And especially when you take a look, yeah, something that it already exists, exists as a garment. I was just really disappointed to see that it looked almost exactly like the bartender's aprons. And so, yeah. you know, yeah. Like, all right. Um, yeah. Also, we get to see a little bit of Majing. Um, and, and the idea of his, his drips, I guess. And, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I just, yeah, I, I don't, uh. I know I'm at this, at this point I'm scared for him because it's just looking not good. Like the color, first of all, the color of his fabric I was like, why did you choose red? I mean, if he's going to do those drips, why did you choose red? And I mean, if any, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of how it could be better, like maybe a darker red. But honestly, I wish he had just chosen a different color fabric. Yeah, I I just thought, you know, when they show, when they flash that, I just thought, you know, he needs to scrap this whole entire concept. Yeah. Because it needs to be something a lot more subtle. It looks like huge blotches of raindrops you know if you were getting you know it's kind of like okay hey if we were all six and we were putting together a play about um you know playing in a a a tree house and it's raining outside and we all had to make raindrops i feel like Mm -hmm. his dress will look like what we would start with to make raindrops oh yeah splotches of drops that you would take with a you know scissors to 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 cardboard or um poster board or something like that and i was you know i had the thought you know if you wanted to actually replicate or even reference condensation you kind of need a something crystal like something Mm -hmm. subtle or something like an ombre or something i don't know it was it was um I was again disappointed. I was like, "Holy crap! What are these people doing?" And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was, it was just before Tim comes in on Majin's dress. It was, it was, it was too basic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give me every time you say basic. Every time. I I mean that's that's exactly what I thought though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it it is it is strange. It is it is strange and very obvious. And so yeah. you know, so Tim comes in for the crit and um 
Okay, so he starts off with Rick. And and I'll start off with Rick as well, because I was very surprised at his take on Rick's dress. Like, he really loves it. Yeah, yeah. And calls it basically a, a, a leather sculpture. And I hate it. You know? Okay. Tim, yeah, I, I was re- I was surprised. Me too. By Tim's reaction to it. Yeah, I, it was not, um, you know, I, you know, I, I agree that it, so far it's, quote unquote well made or well put together or whatever. Right. But can we point out that it looks like an apron? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean he didn't even like... say that. I mean he all he said was he sees that his inspiration was the aprons that they had. Right. But I was like, no, nope, it looks like an apron. That's why. <laughs> exactly. Um anyone else that stood out with Tim's crits? as he walks around the room. Oh, Tasha. <laughs> oh, Tasha. I know. What but you I, you know, I love what about, about her, her work or about what? Yeah. Or, or yeah, I don't know. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I love what Tim says to her though. I mean, it's just so, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, like he he told her to um, you know push cocktail into the street, like because she was saying how she yeah. her, her her girl was she was like more street, yeah, and um, how she was gonna you know still going to the cocktail party or whatever, but just more yeah. with a street style. So I mean I I feel like the imagery he created for her was really beautiful and the perfect thing to say to get her to the right point. Yeah, I would have to say that I thought it was a really good push too. I totally agree because I after he said that I got really excited. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, I think you know up until this point, it you know honestly it's been disappointing, especially coming off of the last episode where everyone was there was no one. Um, I would say you know, yeah, there there are some people by this time last episode who were making these that were kind of questionable, but no one was that disappointing or or to me that's shocking in terms of their choices of fabrics or even design and so Tasha is someone that I've had a question mark next to she's not on my bracket but she's someone Mm -hmm. that I always am feeling like okay you are going to pull something out because I love her portfolio and her style so I thought okay I'm excited after he gives this this uh this push for her to push the cocktail into the street because I I never even really you know I I think that's 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 interesting because I never actually thought that someone who what was into Tasha's clothes would not be into cocktail dresses I just never thought that so mm-hmm. I figured that was something that's very doable you know if you can kind of mold your mind around okay so if this woman who doesn't wear high heels she doesn't have to wear high heels. Think of someone who is, you know, into wearing sneakers into a cocktail lounge. What would she wear? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, pull out some pants or something. And so um, mm-hmm. I was actually at this point, I was like, I was like, I'm excited. This is great. Right. So I thought that was that was really a really good one, too. Um, yeah. I think an, another one that was was um, really interesting was. um of course, we we have 
this whole Aaron and Jenny back and forth thing going on. So yeah. So Jenny, or okay, I'll just say, Aaron is making a copper dress, which is I think obvious because there's copper all over that place. And then we have Jenny, who's doing an embroidery that everyone calls out as mimicking Aaron's embroidery from last week. Mm-hmm. And everyone's mm-hmm. making faces. Dexter's making faces. Aaron's making faces. Because Tim is over, you know, talking to Jenny about her dress, giving her thumbs up on everything and telling her to just sort of, you know, move right. forward. And he's impressed by what she's doing. And I, um, I didn't really call call it, especially because I think the fabric that she's cutting from was not, I guess that's embroidery. Does embroidery come on, on rolls like that? Um, <laughs> I, have, I have not, <laughs> I've not, <laughs> I've not seen it. Come yeah. On Cause it was like that. It but... was a fabric that I thought was so ugly. She's cutting that out, which I think is actually really, really great. I'm glad she's not using it as is. And she's cutting that out and just kind of applicating it on. But um, it right. does look like Aaron's embroidery from last week. It does, you know, just have to agree. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I thought it was. Was it not sequency a little bit? It was like this gold. Yeah, sequence. You know, if you did that by hand, of course, it would take forever. But she found a roll in right. it, which I think is actually really smart. Now, yeah, you know, I take back the ugly, the ugly idea now that I know what she's doing with it. So. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyone else with Tim's critique? Um, hmm. I think I said, yeah. Um, I mean, Raberry's. <laughs> I'm just really confused by by it. Like the other fabric that he was gonna that he wanted to use for the skirt portion. I was like that. First of all, it was really ugly, and I don't, I don't. I mean, I and he already really pleated it. He up. had already pleated yeah. this brown, another brown fabric. Okay, uh, well, barely, there's there's been no brown in his palette. Nothing. He's wearing this thing, or he's using this thing that's got turquoise and reds, and maybe some navy and black. Yeah, whatever, that Tim calls Masoni meets Navajo blanket, and then <laughs> clearly Tim hates it. But then he, then Roberry pulls out his own version of brown. I was like, everyone in this freaking show got brown fabric. What's going on? Like, and it's got why? this brown metallic trim going on. I really, yeah. for a second, I was like, oh my God, is is he like, oh my God, he's in my bracket. I, I actually, I actually <laughs> freaked out a little bit. Like, he's in my bracket too. And now I'm scared. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm like, I just kind of, I got, I, yeah, I would make, yeah, it was, you know, a bit of fashion fear. Had, yeah. Had a bit of a freak out there. Um, because it made no sense. And Tim, of course, was equally perplexed. Mm-hmm. It just, mm-hmm. it, it didn't go at all. And, and it kind of like, um, I don't know if you had any more to say about Roberry, because it, it actually like reminded me of what I thought about Cornelius. Oh, and so, no, yeah. I mean, that's it. Okay, good. So, okay, let me move on to Cornelius real quick. <laughs> so he has his, you know, 
his a kaleidoscope of houndstooth crap going on over there. And okay, Cornelius in the past, and we've talked about this, how he has said he loves mixing and matching prints. And I, ha- I, you know, I made a, a mental note. I was like, you know what? You need to stop pretending that that is a skill that you have because it really is um, disrespectful to people who actually have a gift such as, you know, our girl Dom. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm really mad that you're mm-hmm. making me see houndstooth in a different way. If you gave Dom some houndstooth and she'll make some hot, beautiful, oh, perplexing, wonderful, you know, cocktail dress out of this, this houndstooth using houndstooth as, as a theme, but she'd do something different with it. And so, um, and of course this is where Tim pulls out his eye, you know, like, Oh, you've used this greenhouse with before, but you know, the, when you smash up these fabrics together and with Cornelius, it's unfortunate because it is exactly the same type of print, right? Three different colors, but the way you're doing it makes it look so unattractive and he's on my bracket. And then you have Roberry also putting these prints together that just are just, yeah, you know, it, it is an abomination. It's, it's and it's like, so... what's going on with my bracket right now? I'm just really, really <laughs> upset. And it's just like, I've never felt like this before during this season where I'm just so worried. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I have yeah. more to say, but I'm going to wait till we get further into okay. yes yeah, okay let's 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 move on i don't know if you have anyone else because uh, i feel like uh, uh, there are a lot uh, quite a few people in this critique with tim who had some issues and we haven't really touched on natalia um um that much but you know she's taken her uh 250 yard fabric and to, you know to um to what it looks like to me has just laid it on top of a very basic undergarment. And um, yeah, Tim says it looks like an ice skating outfit. And mm-hmm. I, I, I have to agree because I, I kind of thought that she would not use the whole thing, but do something more interesting with it. It's not draped. It isn't cut up. It isn't, um, it, it, it hasn't really been used in any type of way other than how she took it off the roll. And I feel like this is what happens when you um, freak yourself out by buying something that is, ex- it's so expensive. You're afraid to cut into it. Right. I've never bought anything. Uh-huh. I think the most expensive piece of fabric I've ever bought was um, wool. I made a wool cape mm-hmm. and it was $30 a yard. Mm-hmm. And that, that to me was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> <Thirty>. <laughs> so I can't imagine what it's like to actually buy something that is most of your budget and not that much of it. So, you know, I, I feel like in this sense, it was a panic dress. I don't know if, I don't know if you thought that way, but I kind of felt sorry for yeah. her because she was intimidated by her own fabric. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was awesome obvious that she was kind of like didn't didn't want to do anything too risky because she didn't want to mess up the super expensive fabric exactly because you can't really mess but up i mean i still feel like there there's a lot of hope for her right i know yeah. maybe she doesn't have a lot of it exactly so. all right so so tim leaves everybody very reluctantly <laughs> and admitting that he's told a bunch of people to start over 
So um, he's told Cornelius, Natalia, Tasha, Majing, basic. I, I really don't think he's told this many people to start over. But I don't know how you feel about this, um, Samelia. But I was really surprised. About how many people he told to start over? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, he can, I feel like he can pull you out of the depths of your, your, your deep, 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 terrible choices mm-hmm. without telling you to start completely over. But I, mm-hmm. he was pretty um, um, non-unapologetic about saying right. to scrap this and start right. from scratch. Right, right. Yeah, and I didn't have the same um, thought after all of his critiquing. Like, you know, when he said that, mm-hmm. I, it was surprising to me because... Uh, I mean, I, I, just, I guess I just didn't notice how many of the designers were really struggling or it just wasn't mm-hmm. that apparent and he's struggling to that point of needing to start completely over. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that that made me worried for for a runway. Yeah. You know? And it also had me thinking about the designers who are not stressing out in that way. Since you have, you know, a little less than half of the whole workroom starting over again. And so, okay, so the ones who are not stressing out, or or I should say not starting from scratch again, are Dexter with his brown fringe, Aaron with her copper, Jenny with her embroidery, Brick with his shiny, Rick with the apron, and, and Logons with the couch. So that's uh, six designers who are not starting from scratch and four designers who are, and I think that's, that's heavy on one side. Oh, and Roberry. Whoops. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> that's terrible. I totally Girl, any in your bracket. <laughs> the sand. Roberry, I'm so Or he's, he's in my bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one. Oh, you were so sophisticated last week. Okay. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, you know, and I, and I had the question of, you know, especially with Majing and Tasha, who are having such a hard time with even conceptualizing a an expensive, um, elegant, quote unquote, elegant kind of dress for their woman. Mm-hmm. It made me wonder, what is it like when you have to make a dress? for a customer that you would never make a dress for you're in this competition and you know, the, the, usually the impetus of your inspiration is, you know, who is my, who's my wearer and where are they going? And if Mm -hmm. you have in your head, my wearer would never go to this cocktail lounge. What is that like? And, and it, I, and I, I cannot imagine that being, um, you know, just, sort of I don't know not not hopeless but you're just sort of flying blind in a way yeah so yeah 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 so it 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 it, it's kind of distressing especially for um you know Maji and Tasha Cornelius not so much Cornelius is a little clueless he thinks (laughs) everywhere so I was at this moment a little bit more stressed out for Tasha Maji who seem to just be on a mm-hmm. different wavelength than this challenge. So, yeah. And I think yeah. that's, that's one of the ways that competitions like this are really great because they do push you to think outside of your comfort. 
Yeah. And, you know, you, you never know. It can be a hit or it can be a miss. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good perspective of going into the challenge. Because, of course, I was thinking, like, oh, my God, you don't belong here. <laughs> yeah. You just, like, you know, yeah. call out on this challenge and this and and then just skip to the next one. But, you know, no, you're right. Um, and also, you know, if we remember Tim's prompt for Tasha to push the, the, the cocktail into, into the street, which is essentially, which is essentially what you're talking about, Samelia. I get it. Right. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So next we have the model fittings. And I just wanted to point this out mostly because in my notes, I thought it was really interesting that you have this contrast between these people who are panicking. You have these, you know, a, a, a good chunk of designers panicking and not having a lot to put on their models. And then you have another group of designers who got fairly um, okay critiques and are feeling themselves. And particularly mm-hmm. is Aaron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaron is very proud yeah. of right now, which is weird yeah. because I I just don't you know she's not in my bracket she's in my bracket but I don't like how confident and how she's she's looking a little different this week in a sense yeah that, um there is a lot more um arrogance going on and uh she does mm-hmm. this dance that I think is really interesting when the models come in it's like okay all right Okay, I, you know, you're, what you're making is copper, first of all. So I don't think you should be so proud of yourself. You made an obvious <laughs> choice. So, you know, that's what I'm going off of. And um, yeah, I, and I love how Cornelius also sort of makes a genius move of just using one type of houndstooth and turns it inside out so that it's gray instead of black. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Cornelius. <laughs> Such a terrible person. But it was just like, oh, oh, it's inside out. Okay, so it's gray now, and that makes it less obvious. Anyway, I don't know if you have any thoughts about this model. I, um, I think I just wrote Cornelius off. I don't know. Um, so the model fittings. <laughs> um. This is actually the first design of Aaron's that I don't mm-hmm. like, like that she's done on the competition in the competition so far. Okay, so at this point, you did not like it. I, I, I was sort of the only thing I had against it was that it was um, copper looking. Um, I honestly thought that at this point that she, you know there was something interesting going on. I wasn't as bothered by the feathers. So she's using these ostrich feathers um to line the the dress so but you didn't like that either mm-hmm. mm, no i i didn't any of it. i mean i i felt like her the silhouette of her dress wasn't very interesting at all um and the feather on the neckline of a basic dress basic you know like the only thing interesting to me that's the material in and of itself yeah (laughs) okay yeah you know but other than that i was just like i felt like she could have done more i don't know something different 
Yeah, yeah. I I I thought the same thing, and I thought the same thing about Roberry as well. Um, you know, he was just using the fabric, yeah. and um, yeah, I I just again was like, wait, no, you're not doing anything. It's just the fabric. You're not doing anything. And of course, we we have Lagonce's piece that I thought was just, ugh. It was mm-hmm. crazy. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. You know, it looks like a couch up top. It looks like that. Um, Oh, shoot. What's the couch name? It's a, it's a, oh my God. I, I don't know what couch. Chesterfield. Chesterfield. Yeah, Chesterfield oh, yeah, sofa. Yes, it was it's, it was a Chesterfield couch on top, and I just thought you know, and so um, again, like there's this contrast between, you know, Natalia had issues with her model because she just really um, was still trying to figure stuff out, um, especially mm-hmm. after having to almost pretty much start over, and um, yeah, and uh, and uh, and uh, yeah. Anyway, I I just. I, it was it was an interesting um, look at actually what people were were doing, and um, yeah, and and so I mean at the end of the day, uh, we ha- have the you know the normal rush when the models leave, and mm-hmm. um, you know one of the things that really stood out because you know especially coming from last episode where we had so much camaraderie amongst the designers and I think so far we've been seeing the least amount of camaraderie that we've seen all season which is a little disappointing right Jenny has been loaning everyone her fabric <laughs> so Jenny loans Tasha fabric she owns Natalia she she owes or loans Natalia fabric she's been basically helping mm-hmm. everybody who's been in trouble and um I just thought that was really wonderful, even though I really didn't like what she was putting together. I don't know about you, but I I did not. I didn't either. Yeah. 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 I didn't. I wasn't really. um, I mean, but she was sticking to it. You know, like she was, you know, kind of set on her design. And so there, you know, I realized that she'd bought a lot of other things that she just wasn't going to use, which was interesting to me, but also so great that. Um, she just kept coming up as a person who was helping out the other people who were starting all over again. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't like what you're, you're making, but I think you're nice. Um, yeah. And you also notice like a little tension building on the flip side of that. Um, just because her, what she's working on does look a, a lot like Aaron's work yeah. from the past. Exactly. So, you know, Aaron's giving her a lot of side eye and I mean, she's not saying anything, but you can start, you can feel the tension kind of thickening. Yeah. Yeah. And also, and I think especially with Dexter and, and Aaron's dynamic going on. So mm-hmm. Dexter has, has immunity. He won last, last week. And honestly, he's, he's really starting to annoy me Yeah, because, yeah. um, you know, we have the, the close of the day. He goes over to Tasha, who is just working with the, the fabric that Jenny has loaned her as black or this deep denim fabric. Well, actually, she's been working with deep denim that she bought and this shinier fabric that she got from right. Jenny. And I kind of thought it was very flippant the way Dexter you know, acknowledged what she was doing and spoke about her struggles because she was doing this sash. And he was just like, uh, why don't you just style it? 
I just leave it the way it is. Like it's just, you know, it's simple and like it's just silent. It's not okay. Like I want, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. Like, Wait. That's yeah. Okay. Where's Alex? I'm just like um, exactly. I'm lifting it all. <laughs> yeah. Where is Alex? Like Alex. You know. Are you gonna come in not and help nice. everybody? <laughs> I know. I know. Like yeah. I was... At that moment, she just needed some empathy, and Dexter was just not there for it. Right. I just the way he was going about it was kind of like, wait a minute, what? You know, like, are you helping or, or are you just being selfish because you want to go? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we, we everyone goes home and uh, <laughs> and so we come in the next day of the runway and um, OK, I'll just point out that Tim comes in. And he does this every episode where he gives the lay of the land, tells them how much time they have to get into hair and makeup, and also tells them to use mm-hmm. the Just Fab Wall responsively. But he also, this time around, is like, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys have a lot to do since he told four of them to start all over again. Right. And, and so, you know, I don't know if you noticed, because we, we talked about this last week. So he does his whole thing at this thing at the end is his kind of, you know, cheerleading rally um, of the troops where he goes, we're going to have a great runway show. Right. And then Majin's face <laughs> at the, when he says that is like, um, do you think we're going to have a great runway? He just gives him the most epic and hilarious side <laughs> eye. I love it so much. It was so great. <laughs> Like, I need, I need, I need like a spread of and snapshots of all of Majin's face <laughs> from this, just so I can like look at them and laugh. <laughs> exactly, he's like a Every walking day. meme. Honestly, like he, you know, he just needs to to come up with he he needs to step up his meme game with just his face. <laughs> you know, I just loved it. I'm like, oh my god, Majin's face. Uh huh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of words were said in this rush to the runway. But um did anything sent out to you? Because I feel like the tension is getting there. Uh I can't recall. <laughs> I'm trying um, to I mean <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to um I mean, because what stood out to, to was um, uh, oh right. So, oh shoot. So, so basically, Aaron's dress, and so Jenny has words about Aaron's dress because oh right, she's got the ostrich feathers, and she says it's a thespian faux pas to put ostrich feathers on a woman and put her on stage. Yeah, I didn't on, really on stage. Know that that's bad luck. To put ostrich feathers. And then, of course, we get the flip of Ginny on Aaron's dress, where, of course, Aaron says, like, it's, you know, um, it's it's basically something that she's done. So Aaron is acknowledging that Ginny's dress looks like something that, that, is something that she would do. Mm-hmm. But, um, I you know, at this point, Aaron is, making something she's I don't think she's ever been so confident before the runway on a dress before before we get her right really into her clothes but 
you know, and also maybe this is the the editing cut that we're getting where she's being cut to seem more arrogant, but the way she's reacting right. to what she's making, I think is a little, um, it's disproportional to how exciting her dress looks. Because yeah, I agree. It's a bodycon dress with feathers and a, you know, a low view, view back, but that's it. Yeah. So. I mean, it just didn't seem like it had a lot of work to go into it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's basically fit a simple a simple silhouette. It's like fit and then at hand stitch the feathers on top or yeah, whatever. Pretty much, that's pretty much it. Okay, so, so let's let's get to the uh, runway real quick. So actually, have, I did. Um, I, I did have one oh, thing okay. I, I noticed. So when when they sent their models to hair and makeup and um just like Cornelius's explanation of how he wanted his model to look, how how he wanted her hair. I just felt like it looked okay, the same I, like I it did this. last challenge. <laughs> I mean it it was Yeah, yeah. If you remember anyway. the last challenge, it, it was like the same and he I I mean he just didn't seem it was just like, dude, do something different. Like he didn't seem confident feeling... in the way he was. Yeah. We go ahead. I just saying he didn't feel he didn't seem confident in the way he was presenting <laughs> the yeah. look he wanted. And I have a feeling that he does this every week where he gets a woman who has naturally curly hair and it's just like, yeah, make her hair uh curl curly. <laughs> Accentuate her curls. <laughs> Oh, she has, she has curly hair. Okay, make it look curly. I feel like that's what he does every week. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember. But, of course, you know, it stood out last week when he and Natalia went in and we see our first contradictory hair mm-hmm. hairstylist with the designer <laughs> interaction. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, but he did actually just go in there and was like, yeah, just accentuate her curls. It's like, well, that's easy. Mm-hmm. But your dress is also easy, so you know. <laughs> right, it's well, just it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just such a, a major contrast to like say Majin when he just he knew exactly how he wanted his models' hair to look, and yeah, he was just so like make it this, this, and this so that it does this. So exactly, I honestly yeah. that I I just think it's you know, of course these are flybys whenever they go and to do this, the hair and makeup. And it's mostly to highlight the sponsor of the, sh- of the show. But I do think it really, right. Um, separates people who are, um, quite thoughtful about the entire look. And I know it's hard to be a stylist as a designer. Shout out to Shanice <laughs> who pointed that out. That, you know, <laughs> stylists, designers and stylists, not necessarily the same thing. And, also two separate skill sets. So hair and makeup usually is like a harder thing to take care of. But I think it's interesting to see how, especially in terms of communicating something. And even if you're wrong, mm-hmm. come up with something, you know, have a thought about the whole entire look. Just be mindful right. of of what it's going to look like as a whole. I think that's also an indication of your thought process and your, you know, right. and your, and how you approach your, your final looks. So it's important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, we have the runway and Heidi comes out 
looking like a light blue Colonel Sanders. And then <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing a Is that a velvet outfit. suit? I mean, that was come a little on. okay. <laughs> Heidi. Heidi. She was wearing a little more velvet. Yeah, a blue, a light blue velvet. It looks suit. comfy, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it did. And, you know, I don't, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like. You know, it looks so, I don't know. I don't know. I really usually don't talk about what Heidi wears. But um, I just thought the suit was so interesting, especially since this um, is the most expensive um, challenge that we've had so far. And um, she comes out in a velvet suit. Yeah. A a light blue baby sky blue velvet suit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, didn't I was kind of like, oh. love it. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so she's, um, okay. So we introduced, she introduced the judges. So we have the normal people. We have Nina, Zach, and of course, Heidi. And along with Emily Radikowski, who's an actress slash model slash, I guess, cocktail specialist, I'm assuming. And uh, again, no one from, E-Leaks cocktail lounge to assess how the designers responded to the challenge. No one. And, um, and also no Alex. I honestly was, th- I honestly thought that Alex would pop out with his own interpretation of a cocktail dress. I was, like, I was still waiting. It's like, man, where, where is Alex? You're still, still hoping. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wrote my notes still dot, dot, dot. No Alex. <laughs> yeah (laughs) all right um okay so so let's actually get to the runway and again you guys the the links for our cheat sheets are in our link section so either go to the facebook page or you can go to um i've actually linked them on to um a special page onto my website so you click on it and then um the jpeg will open up and follow along it is in runway order so, Samelia, let's mm-hmm. get to this runway. And I yes. mean this. New York's hottest club is dot, 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 expensive. Expensive. <laughs> a, la, a la Stefan, because that's, you know, do you guys get the SNL um, reference to Stefan? Bill Hader? No? I, don't want, I, don't want, I don't watch enough for SNL. No. <laughs> I know. All right. New York's hottest club. Anyway, Sad. he has a sec. Well, he's not on SNL anymore, but he has this character called Stefan who would always come on um, the weekly update and or and talk about New York's hottest club. And it's always something that's really wonderful and and um, debauched. So anyway, so New York's hottest club is expensive, three hundred dollars. So so we'll start from the beginning, and we have the first look, which belongs to Laurence. And um, mm-hmm. there's nothing different from what we already saw in right. the room. Nothing that we, right. nothing that we haven't already touched on. The dress is freaking gorgeous. Yes, it is. And absolutely that ridiculous. back is all that. Oh my god! I the back. mean, like her tailoring. Literally every aspect of this dress is just like mouth dropping. <laughs> it is. Wonderful. Okay, 
Samila, uh, can you expand on what mouth is mouth dropping about this dress? I mean, from the the shoulders, which are just bam, you know, and then mm-hmm. the detail in the on the chest is just really beautiful with the leather, and then how she incorporated that. Um, I forget what the other material is, but the black it looks like maybe like a jersey. Yeah. Um, like the length of it and then the back is just really cool how low it goes but then she's got the strap across the top and it's like you see this um combination of leather and jersey sort of down the sides of the back or you know just over the shoulder blades it's just really beautiful like the combination of the textures the material and you you can see the play on the chesterfield sofa inspiration and i mean the length of the i I think i might have said the hemline is just it's perfect she styled it really well it's like i want that right now yeah i mean (laughs) so i can go to the elix house (laughs) i know i mean i i thought that too i was like i want this dress you know she's she's like converted me to jumpsuits now she's converting me to you know, couch tresses. And also (laughs) (laughs) the idea that you take something. And I think this is what I was afraid of with Rick and who we'll see next that, um, you know, she was going to take the Chesterfield couch and make a couch dress or make something that had the texture of Mm -hmm. it throughout. And I thought that it was Mm -hmm. really wonderful. The proportion using, using it on a very uh, small but very significant right. part of this dress, which are the shoulders. Mm-hmm. And that's where all mm-hmm. of the elaboration and detail. And, and if you want to get quite literal, you have some leeway there because it's not as if you're using the entire bodice or you're making this, the skirt out of this quilted leather material. Right. So you're able to lightly reference it in a really wonderful way where it's okay. Yeah. It's couch inspired, but then you have, yeah. And I agree with that, that front chest part. It's just so beautiful. And I don't even know if this is mm-hmm. Jersey. It looks like a heavier fabric than Jersey, but um, yeah. Yeah. I want that. I want it. Cause it also looks and cool the, to wear. Yeah. Which I love. And the, so the top chest portion, the lead that's leather in, it's almost uh, reminiscent of like a shield or something. So you get this yeah. kind of like warrior, beautiful style dress. And, and I was going to say that it honestly, you know, if you don't get too close from far away, it gives you the illusion of having some sheerness to it, mm-hmm. which I think is just so optically satisfying because yeah, you know, leather up top is a lot. It's very right. heavy, but then, you know, she uses these, um, these lines to sort of cut it out to a point where from far away, I think you, you wouldn't know it's leather. And, and I think, I don't know if, if it happens with anyone else's eye. My eye is tricked into thinking that it's something that's lighter than, mm-hmm. than leather and more mm-hmm. sheer and more breathable. So I just was like, holy crap. This is a hard look to follow. I just feel like, dang, they I brought know. her out first. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, here we have Laurent. And all I had to say in my notes was like, freaking gorgeous. That's all I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> I had nothing else to say. I was like, yeah. gorgeous. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Um, 
but I, and I think that that happens when I, re- I just like the piece. Cause I know I'm like, I'm just going to react to it. When I talk to Simile about it, I'm like, I'm just gonna react to it. It's gonna be fine. But, um, everyone else is, I have lots <laughs> of things to write because next we have Rick and I just, it looks like an apron. I just feel like it looks like an apron. It looks like an apron. <laughs> She's wearing an apron and I, I feel like like you can see the you can feel the thickness of it like just looking yeah. at it and I'm like I would not want to wear it like how how is she going to sit down and feel comfortable or I don't know it just seems really stiff like yeah. I, I I work with with leather so I'm just like I think the idea is cool to mm-hmm. to you know make that into a dress but the practicality of of it is not there for me because I was wondering um if you had because I know you work with leather if you had any thoughts of how difficult it is to work with and mold this type of fabric because um in my you know of course my opinion I don't think the leather itself is very attractive it's shiny and um, mm-hmm. the design you know of course it looks like an apron on top on the bottom to me it looks like a skirt that you would have yeah. worn in the 90s. In like not, 1990 not or something. Skort. Yeah. <laughs> not an updated skirt either. Um, yeah. And also the the exposed zipper on the back to me was just very upsetting. Um, I never thought I would find zippers upsetting before watching the show. But I thought it was uh, kind mm-hmm. of garish a little bit. And... Uh, I also mm-hmm. just didn't like the color of the leather. I just thought it wasn't. Um, it was also, of course, I know referencing copper, but I thought that was unfortunate that they would use that color as well. So, but but mm-hmm. in terms of working with this leather, and I know Zach later on, we you know we can talk about that. Calls it cortege leather. Yeah. Do you do you know what that is? No, I don't. Okay, because I was just wondering. I've tried to look it up, and um, I'm going to go to Mood and look for it to see. <laughs> okay, first of all, obviously this costs a lot of money, but um, what does it feel like? And then also, how does it move, and what does it bend like? Um, because, uh, you know, so we'll see later, the, the judges were impressed with how he put this dress together. So I was just, you know, just curious. Um, right. Well, I mean, leather is definitely stiffer and, you know, so it, it's kind of tricky with the with doing your your seams because mm-hmm. to get that finesse look takes a lot and, and molding it to to the body, which I'm right. making bags. So <laughs> um, very different than this organic yeah. shape that you would need to create but I for me for what I'm what I'm making with leather it's not difficult to work with um Mm -hmm. sometimes in some cases I feel like it's a little easier than a lot of fabrics just because you're not going to get as much stretch so you know that yeah you know what you measure is what you're going to end up with or whatever right um so I don't know And, and yeah I just would I just don't like this dress (laughs) <laughs> I don't like it either. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right, next we have Jenny. Um, also, I do not like this dress. Um, 
I think the colors are nice together. Yeah. But with this gold, and we have this, we have this, uh, of course, this coppery, um, mm, shiny brown. <laughs> I mean, copper is a shiny mm-hmm. brown. Underneath this gold <laughs> embroidery, um, I thought, I thought those those colors worked really wonderfully together. I thought that was very, very beautiful. But overall, mm-hmm. um, I didn't think it was a terrible dress. I just didn't like it. Right. I didn't hate it. I just didn't like it. I I wrote not a fan of the silhouette. Yeah. I, I mean, um, it, it's it's fine. It's just like it's mm-hmm. it's a nice dress, like you said. But yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> You yeah, did it. Like, <laughs> I I had nothing, really nothing else to say about it either. I mean, the silhouette yeah. is very simple, and I think, you know, the the shot of the of the model walking away from the camera is very beautiful, and the way it drapes in the back, and so mm-hmm. there is some thought there. Um, but other than that, um, I I just you know, of course, still thinking about Laurence's dress, and I just like, okay, great, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, where I think Laurence's dress is fantastic and so after Jenny and I think you know the producers did this on purpose is we have Aaron <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> here we go uh, oh man. did you see Zach's face oh <laughs> what, describe his face I, I don't remember he was just like, oh, no. Like, what? <laughs> it was like all like horrible, something horrible just stepped out oh, in front of no. him. And he was like completely disgusted. But I mean, it really makes what I thought. I mean, it just, like I said, it looked plain. The only thing working, mm-hmm. I felt like, was the the actual fabric that she chose. But the shape of the silhouette isn't anything fun or exciting the feathers are just didn't need to be there at all like it it didn't help anything and then there's like a slit on the side of you know like on the leg just I felt like cheapened the look it just didn't look tasteful maybe if it were slightly longer I don't know I was like it wasn't working for me I didn't like it the slit was pretty totally high too. It was kind of like a hoochie the, mama. Yeah, dress. the slit was way up the sides. Um, yeah, it, I I don't really think it was very necessary. This fabric looks like it has a stretch to it. I, yes. I kind of think the slits you put up the sides were a design decision, and not based off of how this fabric acts. Which is weird because it's a brocade, which I don't really associate with being that stretchy, but. Somehow, you know, this would have been okay. I actually was thinking how, again, I know they were supposed to make a cocktail dress. Would it have been mm-hmm. that um, out of the box or uh, and also that um, that much of a terrible thing to not make a dress? Because the only way I think this would be interesting is if it was made into something that was that was more designed and not a dress, not a, mm. not even like a more interesting looking dress, because I can think of this as being, you know, a costume, mostly a costume, right? So a costume for, you know, 
um, a medieval type gown that you'd make for yourself for Halloween or um, a Met yeah. gala ball gown or something like that. Yeah. But what, but I feel like what would be really out of the ordinary for this type of fabric is to be made into something that isn't, um, that's nowhere near this type of silhouette and, and also not a dress. And I, you know, that neckline, I I did not like it. It's different, but it's bad. Yeah. And and, it's just not right for this. look terrible. No, I agree. I didn't like, I think I didn't like the hair. Yeah. And and that's, that's the thing. Like her hair doesn't really play well with the feathers. And then the, the neckline, Mm -mm. um, having this, um, you know, moon shape up top kind of it's it's different but it's not it's not it's just so disappointing erin you're on my bracket i'm just i know i just felt like she really missed the mark really missed the mark and talking about missing the mark next we have tasha oh boy i don't know about (laughs) you smelia but i almost i i paused the tape because i had a really hard time watching this walk down the runway oh man um, uh, I had a moment where I just kind of I stopped. I, well, you know, because I listened, I, mm-hmm. I watched it on on uh, basically um, on repeat, and I yeah. had to pause it for a second. But yeah, it's yeah. really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least the neckline was better than Aaron's. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. That's really all Good that point. I can say about this dress. That's yeah. It. That's all I can say too. Is... But you know, she was she she did remake her. She was panicking and completely out of her element, like Manjing said. Um, yeah, and it, it just shows. That's all. But I felt like the construction wasn't horrible. You know, but, but I, I mean, it wasn't the worst. But I did think that neckline. It's better than Aaron's, but also wasn't wonderful. But it at mm-hmm. least supported the model. Yeah. Up top, you know. Yeah. I think that was that yeah. had it going for it. Um. Oh man, that was that was rough. Yeah. And next we have Cornelius with his gray houndstooth, his inside out black and white houndstooth dress. Mm. He didn't know and what he was doing. I mean, this is worse than <laughs> I thought in terms of. <laughs> You know, I let me go to my notes. Did I write anything? Okay, all I wrote, all I wrote was, I am regretting putting him in my bracket. And then I wrote another shout out to Shanice because he is also in her bracket. And I was just after I saw this dress, I was like, I need to contact Shanice and be like, How are you feeling this? Because again, I wrote, he's making me hate houndstooth. He needs to let that go. Yeah. He needs to stop using houndstooth. I don't he get it. Tooth with a ten and a half foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, a very basic dress with one print. And he's lucky that the rest of the runway was so weak. Otherwise, I really do think he would have been on the bottom. Yeah. How How are you able to get away with something like this? That's just so unimaginative and... And you know, very, very Bossic. Bossic. Yeah. Bossic. So Bossic. 
no design. <laughs> I wrote down that. The <laughs> yeah, the skirt portion made his model really bubbly at the hip or just like extra wide childbearing you know, hips or something it was <laughs> it i don't know what it just i don't know it's so funny like i didn't mind that i think <laughs> I, 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 I mean i don't have much of <laughs> hips and that's why i wish i had hips but i actually didn't mind that and was and kind of in i think the back of my my brain hoping that that was in uh in a, a deliberate choice of design to give her some volume, if that were but... the case i i wish the hem were tighter you, you know like oh yeah, yeah i wish it didn't just go straight down yeah like, yeah make that make give it more shape make it make it interesting mm-hmm. do something do something guys oh my god yeah <laughs> all right okay yeah. and so next we have natalia and her 250 a yard dress um and and I just thought this was this dress looked crooked, you know, coming and going. Yeah. The the bust oh. juts out from the chest and it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Sort of like if you know, if you're wearing a you know, a strapless bra that doesn't fit very well or isn't made very well, and I've worn those, where it just comes out at the top. And it's just like, you know, that's not I mean, could you fix that? Yeah, I don't know how you could have fixed it, that. It was definitely wonky. Her her dress yes. was wonky. Definitely wonky. I mean, at least she cut up the fabric. You know, she was forced to after you know her critique with Tim, and you know, not treating it as such a precious object. But after looking at this, mm-hmm. I was like, huh, half a yard kind of went a long way. I wonder if she could have, um, you know, if she had given herself more time to play around with it could have come up with something right. that was a little bit more interesting because this the this half a yard of fabric covers this whole entire tiny tiny dress. Right. So, or just yeah. all of it. Holy crap. I don't know. And then so, yeah, the back of it was a disaster. Oh my god. So off kilter. Oh, it was just it just looked really like crooked. a two year old cut it. I mean the cut it Nothing was straight at the back. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. And we're moving on to Brick. Who, if this had been on any yeah, other I thought this was I a, this, would have been on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> this was or a did you like cool it? look. I, I okay. liked it for, I mean, I wouldn't wear it, but I felt like it looked great. Like the, you know, how he had the colors, the jacket exposition of that it mm. it was nice and very clean the tailoring was good like I felt like it, yeah. it was it and I, I love actually how the the more black metallic sort of looked like lapels on the front yeah it was just neat it was interesting like he had I kind of think that was on there maybe. it wasn't just a basic you know dress you're right It'll yeah be, you convinced me Samelia I, I, don't I mean, you can, you can it. see, <laughs> you can see there was definitely some thought and this is a cohesive look to me. It's not my style, but it's mm-hmm. cohesive and I think it works really well. Yeah. And I, I kind of think of this in contrast to Rick. So we have Brick and Rick. I mean, who'd have thought that they would have put two people on the same show 
who has R.I.K. in their name. Anyway, so Brick <laughs> with his also has an exposed zipper on the back. I'm just saying, right. like it's just kind right. of it's weird. So um, um, but 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 Brick also has an exposed zipper on the back, and I thought here it was appropriate. That made more sense to me than Rick using this huge, you know, black zipper on the back of his mm-hmm. camel or or caramel leather dress just Mm -hmm. just so glaring and then here it actually made some design sense right and it's it's the width of the I mean it's a lot more prominent on Rick's and it just like I think if if that were if it were thinner then it wouldn't be as much of an issue yeah I agree um okay and next we have Majing and his redo so, um, okay. So I just have to say, whenever I see, okay, so this is how he fixed his dress. So Tim comes in, he has this loop-de-loop going on the bottom um, with a with a huge, huge teardrops. He cuts those off. He makes um, a pretty basic A-line sort of dress with a mm-hmm. giant slip, a slit up the left thigh and then he puts on the, um, I really don't know what this fabric is called, but it's like a tan and red opaque lace fabric on top. Right. And I hate it. It just, I really don't like it when, the, when that fabric is used, especially on the shoulders. Um, and I actually would love to talk to him and ask him why he thought it looked good. <laughs> and I have a feeling that he just sort of made a straight up, you know, shiny dress with material that he thought would be quote unquote elegant. Um, because in a way this looks like something that, that would have been considered elegant, but in the, again, in the nineties and I, again, I just like, you know, looks like you put pantyhose yeah, and put some red applique on it and it's and dated attached the shoulder. It's just so weird. It's yeah. so bad. I mean, so. he, it, it's just apparent that he was out of his element as well, you know? Yeah, definitely. I, and I just wrote down, I think he'll be safe, like, com- compared okay. to the others that I didn't like, um, exactly. that I felt like were just bad. I feel like he'll at least be safe. Okay. I mean, and, and, because next we have Roberry, and, um, Again, and I think, you know, how you characterize Aaron's brocade dress where the fabric was doing the work. I kind of thought the same thing here where mm-hmm. Roberry mm-hmm. let the, the fabric do all the work. Mm-hmm. And because he's on my bracket, I'm so disappointed. I so know. Disappointed. It's definitely, I mean, it's a pretty dress. Definitely not cocktail. Like I would wear this like to go shopping and just like chill or whatever. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> like it's cute, but you know it it's is, sort of it like is. a more of an everyday, everyday exactly type dress, and nothing that I would think to come off of um, a challenge that was inspired by a room that was chock full of things that were kind of that didn't match things that sort of <laughs> seemed um, well designed to put together and had a more complex pairing than just using one fabric and make it just do everything that you want to do 
And again, the same silhouette wet as everyone else, everyone so far, mm-hmm. except for maybe Jenny and and um, Natalia, have pretty yeah. much the same body con silhouette. Um, yeah. So. And then we have Dexter, and and I wrote that this is the first time that I've hated Fringe on Project Runway. I hated this dress. Yeah, I, I didn't did. hate. I didn't hate the dress. I just I hated it. felt like it, the fringe was too much. Like, I thought it was going to be a little less. Just a little <sighs> less fringe. And this is not his first time, of course, dealing with fringe here. And, the, you know, the last time he dealt with fringe, I thought it was done um, competently. This mm-hmm. does not look like he knew what he was doing and just gave her, a you know, a fringy chest with a with a bandage dress <laughs> brown yeah and brown bandage dress so yeah it's too much fringe yeah too much i love how brick calls this fringe with benefits and i was like who who's it benefiting <laughs> no one not my eyes not my sensibilities <laughs> i wanted to leave i want to go never exist oh man Ugh. <laughs> All right, so we've made our way through. That's the last look, and of course, you know, I just want to point out that on the on the on the cheat sheet, I leave out the people who have been eliminated, and then the next slot, I left a slot open for Alex just in case, because even though just in case was the last look, I kind of still thought that Alex's look went round the corner, and we'd have something that looked amazing, <laughs> and wonderful, and thoughtful. And <laughs> Maybe also copper, but still Alex. So, so Alex's box is blank because he's still not here. And I'm kind of hoping that Tim can save three three episodes away. I was like, how long does that save last for? Does it expire? I know. <laughs> that's what. I, yeah, away? that's what I'm wondering. Do you <laughs> do you know? <laughs> I mean, cause especially after this runway, I'm just incredibly disappointed because everyone's look just seemed to kind of fly a little below like way below like my expectations mm-hmm. um, especially after last episode which was just so wonderful and epic and 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 just you know exciting and interesting even though there are we're, again looks that we all we both did not agree were great but um you know still something that was interesting to look at right um so and 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 I'll, I'll ha- I have to point out. So you know, of course, if if you haven't watched the show before, Heidi always calls out a group of names, and it's kind of a a, a head a a coin toss as to whether the names she's calling of the designers are the ones who are on the on the high scores and the low scores and who will get critiques, or if they're the ones who are safe. So she calls out the names this week, and we find out that it, they are the ones who are the highs and lows. And so, of course, she always says, okay, if I did not call your name, congratulations. Your scores have qualified you to move on to the next, the next round. And, um, and it's a rare occasion that they call out someone who is safe. And uh, this episode, she calls out Dexter, who uh. is safe because he was immune last week. I mean, he's immune because mm-hmm. he won last week. But she stopped. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, we have to call out Dexter and talk to you about your your look, your French look. And um, yeah, I thought that was really 
interesting to chop him down a peg because mm-hmm. he's getting real annoying. But I don't know how you yep. felt about that. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting too. And he kind of just had a straight face <laughs> look. Just like, okay. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, I'll I'll take that into consideration. Thanks, bye. Mm-hmm. I really do hope mm-hmm. that this, this lights a fire under his ass a little bit because I've been loving yeah. Dexter up until this episode. Mm-hmm. This episode was really disappointing. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so we'll yeah. get into who have our high scores and our low scores for real. So, and it's, I don't, I, I don't know about you, but this week it was not a surprise because I feel like, you know, a, a number of people could have been in the lows. The highs, I'm not, you know, I kind of was, it's kind of obvious on some levels, but the low scores, Tasha, yeah, Majing, mm-hmm. and Aaron. This Aaron. Is the first time Aaron has ever been in the bottom three, ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but not a surprise. And then the high scores were, um, we will have Laurence, of course. Um, uh, bien, bien sûr. That's how you say it in French. And then you have Rick <laughs> with his apron dress. And then you also have. I mean, it's a little confusing here, but Natalia is also in the top as well, with mixed reviews. <laughs> No. Wait, is she though? Yeah. Was she? <laughs> yeah. I, oh. I was like, no. <laughs> so, okay. That, yeah, so, okay. That was, was confusing then. Exactly. Right. It was very, very confusing because what I thought, I, I also didn't know. So, I mean, there, you know, she goes first. So, Natalia is the one that they speak with first with her beaded $250 yard dress. Mm-hmm. And. You know, moving on, moving through, I had no idea whether or not I just assumed that she was on the bottom. But no, she was uh, she was a very controversial top three because so Heidi and Nina, I think, gave them gave her their lowest scores. But Zach and Emily Rutowski or Radowski, the model, Mm -hmm. liked it so much that it took her out of the safe scores and actually put her in the top three. And so in in. And, you know, in thinking back on this, this is how weak this runway was that Natalia's dress was at the bottom of the top three. Oh, oh, yeah, man. But, you know, I was happy for her, like seeing the look Mm -hmm. on her face to hear that Zach and uh, who else? Emily. Emily. Yeah. Emily actually actually liked her her look. Just because of like, you know, these designers go through so much and then to have to like completely scrap your look and you have like an hour or whatever left. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that she created something that was appreciated by and then and plus all the money she spent. I was like, that just would have been such a devastation for her to, to you know, be on the bottom after all that. Yeah, you know, that's a good point because I'm wondering Cause you know, I, I said at the beginning that it just, I think the fabric really intimidated her, but the fact that, yeah. you know, she risked it a little bit, bought this fabric that she was very stressed out about and then was forced to cut into it 
and it mm-hmm. essentially paid off. Like it was a very risky. I mean, she could have been sent home for this, but it paid off essentially because Zach and Emily yeah. saw in comparison to everyone else that she was really trying to go somewhere. And she had a different, she had one of the different silhouettes this week. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I was kind of, when I was putting together who the high scores were, I was like, Oh my God, Natalia. I think she qualifies as being top three. So, so yeah. Wait, so <laughs> okay. What what? All right. Because I thought it was Rick, Jenny, and Laurence that were in the top three. Oh my god. You're right. Whoops. I totally forgot because, about Jenny. So... <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh no oh that is very problematic and you guys will see why I'm so sorry holy crap oh no then it means they had so maybe she did maybe she is a low score but I oh no that well, means I, think, four I think lows? she's probably no she's probably just the top of the of the bottom she's in oh, the bottom okay, okay. at the top yeah. of the bottom so they chose four they chose seven people this week. How did I forget? No, Jenny? wait, no. It's Am I wrong? Three. So Natalia, no. Aaron, and Tasha down the bottom. Rick, Jenny, and Laurence on the top. Oh my God! Do you know I put Majin in here? Did you? Where? <laughs> Where? God. Where did you put him? For low scores. I put Majin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I am so off. Okay, also it's, it's I have to say that, that cold. I was quite sick this weekend. It's that cold. <laughs> I did, you know, okay, this is an aside that maybe I should cut out of this, but I did hallucinate a few things this weekend. <laughs> and maybe one of those things <laughs> is that Majin was on the bottom and, uh, I, you know, I had a Project Runway hallucination with my fever cold on <laughs> on friday friday morning (laughs) um oh my god all right so okay let me just rectify this so okay so natalia the top of the bottom so we can actually move on to maybe talking about um just you know what the judges thought of all these people who's who sort of you know who who stood out to you from in through top judges. and bottom, yeah, like, yeah. In terms of the judge judges' reactions to them, the judges' reaction to Rick's dress, I was just like, but, <laughs> but no, it's, I don't know, I just didn't like it. It really just looked like an apron that wrapped around her body to me. I mean, what I, I get that. About what's that? No, just what, what did you think about Emily, who is a model slash actress slash cocktail dress specialist? She said <laughs> that she could wear this on the red carpet. Mm-mm. I was like, why would you? What? <laughs> who? No, no. I was like, girl, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying that so you can like maybe get a free dress from this guy. <laughs> yeah or whatever the thing I don't know why someone would say that because hmm. I can't picture anyone wearing that on the red carpet me neither. I mean maybe like to to a club maybe 
<laughs> you know, but do you think but... you could wear it to a cocktail lounge like like Elix's? No, I wouldn't wear. Yeah. I wouldn't wear that. I, I just an entirely leather dress. I feel like yeah. that's not luxur. That's not luxurious. I mean, it's it's luxurious, but not in a cocktail sense. Right. Like I would definitely I wear Laurence's dress because she's got. You see that mixture of fabrics, and it's got the texture. Whereas Rick's dress, mm-hmm. it's just. He didn't texturize it any. It's kind of all the same. And then those big metal things, they're too big Mm -hmm. to me. It doesn't look like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was intentionally trying to do this. It just seems like a manly type dress. So if a man were to wear a dress, that would be it. Mm -hmm. You know, because. You know, like if a a manly man. Well, yeah, because it's also, you know, based off of the aprons worn by the bartenders who were mostly men in that bar. Right. And I have to say that, you know, it's interesting that I, I, you know, a call back to Tim, Tim's critique where he sort of, um, I think steered Rick away from doing anything more to the face of this dress to make it look like leather. It's like, Oh, you know, just like this pale homage to the leather and the leatherness of this leather or something. Yeah. I wish he would have done more. Like what Laurence did, you know, like she just right. did a bunch of stuff to the leather and mm-hmm. it was just spectacular. So, yeah. Um, and I, and I wrote, I'm like, the shoulders are a bit much, but I don't care. Like the, the shoulders are a lot, but I don't care. It's just, yeah. again, Laurence just sort of, you know, she pulls out these tricks, you know, she makes a, she makes a jumpsuit, but I don't care. I'll wear it. A leather, <laughs> a leather couch shoulder dress. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and anything about and and also okay. What I really thought was interesting is the way the judges reacted to Jenny's dress. Um, because oh, you know, yeah. of course, they talked to Aaron and they're surprised. They're just, I think, they're surprised and also hurt a little bit that they chose Aaron's dress to be in the bottom because I, I, mm-hmm. I really do believe that Aaron is a judge darling and they, yeah. they gave Jenny's dress the highest scores thinking that it was Aaron. And when Aaron mm-hmm. shows up next to this monster and there's oh, like, man. <laughs> oh man, Zach calls it a monster, calls it Priscilla queen of the swamp. And, <laughs> um, you know, something that's just, or Heidi says like it's costumey, it's it's silly, and you know, and I I I kind of think that she definitely, um, man, she, you know, it's good that these runways are blind, because I I think yeah. if this runway were not blind, if they knew wh- who, which designers belong to each look, then Aaron probably mm-hmm. would have been safe, but yeah. holy crap, she deserved this. She deserved to be on the on the yep. very bottom this week. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, if anything, to knock her some sense into her, just like Dexter, get out of it. Stop it, guys. Yeah, like, get back on track and do wonderful things. You're in my bracket. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, but also with can Jimmy, we can we the, update our brackets? Is that allowed? Oh my gosh, <laughs> no, it's not. Why? And also, I'm going to I'm going to put those brackets up. And we all have to sort of check in with each other soon Man. to see how we're doing yeah. because, um, you know, 
some, I think, I don't think anyone, I think we've lost one person because I think some people chose Alex. I chose Alex. <laughs> okay. So you, so you've cut off one. So yeah, we need, to, we need to do an update. But hey, but he might still come one. back. He might come back. <laughs> you know what? I'm keeping hope alive for Alex. We, we all are. <laughs> In our hearts. Yeah. Alex. Alex, uh, Alex lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, but, but I thought with, with Jenny, you know, how they reacted thinking, oh, I was like, oh, you know, I thought this was Aaron's trust because of the embroidery. And Nina says, well, yeah, I mean, you're you guys are inspiring each other and and that's what it's all about it's all about growth and, and I, I was like oh, what was is what a sweet really way to put that interesting <laughs> what did you wait, what did you think what did you think about that Samelia? what a, what a sweet way to put that nina that she stole her, her look. <laughs> it's like inspiring um exactly <laughs> No, because yeah. she was like, yeah, you know, I guess designers steal from each other all the time. I don't think that's okay. I I just really don't. Yeah, I mean, I I can understand being inspired, but that just looks like, oh, I'm going to just do exactly what she did. That doesn't look like I was inspired by. Yeah. You just stole, you just stole her stuff. Because <laughs> I, I, you know, and I get it, you know, because Zach talks, he kind of defends a little bit and saying that the. Uh, the sequence were artfully applied and and um and how you know how they were put and how they were con- not constructed but just kind of how they were placed and I think mm-hmm. that's also in in the sense a matter of eye and taste but in right. a way it just looked too close to if all exactly. the judges thought it was Aaron's then that is a problem mm-hmm. if they don't think it's yours I I think that's a little bit worrisome so right yeah, yeah, it should be more a little more vague, you know, at exactly. least. So, um, okay. So, anything else stand out to you with, from the critiques or the judging or the judges get to touch the clothes? Um, yeah, did anything stand out? Uh, I think that was it. I just... I didn't agree with them when they were saying how Jenny's was so high fashion, high end. I mean, I can see that, but I just felt like yeah, maybe just because it's not, it wasn't my favorite, but I, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have that same reaction to it as they did. They were just like head over heels, you know? Yeah. I just kind of think maybe she had the luxury of being on a runway that was so weak a week runway mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. maybe or maybe it just looked better in person yeah. than it did on television because like, who knows who knows so right anyway. right all right so um so Samelia um would you like yep. to announce who wins so Jenny wins the person I forgot Jenny. to put on top. <laughs> how would how would you have announced the winner oh, if God. you had I didn't know. have her in there? I the fever. I blame the fever. It just forgot. The fever forgot that Jenny was in the top, and also that she eventually won. Honestly, that math 
that happened it just oh man that was bad that was a total failure on my part i totally forgot about her again and you know <laughs> sarah is gone so i have no excuse i, used I know to about sarah, and now i'm forgetting about jenny that's so I'm funny sorry. oh that's Aww. funny i'm surprised you even remembered her name like her. sarah i know <laughs> <laughs> i was like wait who and only because she's still on the cheat sheet if if i didn't put oh, her right. name on a cheat sheet i would have forgotten her name too um <laughs> Yeah, so Jenny wins, and uh, who goes home? Tasha. Oh. Yeah. How did you feel about this goodbye with Tasha? I'm very sad to see her go. I am too. It was. I felt like this was one of the better goodbyes. Like you, you just had. I felt like there was closure. Yeah. Somehow, like you know, even though Majin was like a complete mess. Oh, such it, a mess. You know, right. I felt so bad because the two of them, I, I love know. actually seeing them yeah. interact with each other every week. Yeah. You yeah. Know. But I did have that feeling of, yeah, you know, this is her time to like, like it's time, you know, go. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, she's obviously a stronger designer now than when she came into the competition. And I, I'm confident that she's going to continue to do really great stuff. And this is going to like propel her into that next stage of her design. Yeah, I agree. I think what I th- hope she would do on this show during the season is something that she's still going to be able to do. Cause I, I yeah. had her, she's not on my bracket, but she was always like an asterisk, like a, like a question mark, my question mark on the side. Mm-hmm. where Because I just sort of saw in her work, this very quiet, um, this quiet funkiness and yeah. I hope that she would sort of come out of her shell on the show but this is a hard show it's a tough environment to really do any of that unless you're forced to and, and I don't I don't really know I just you know I I think that that that, that was a lot to expect but I I, I agree I think that's still going to happen she's still going to explode in a way and but not but not not on Project Runway not this season Right. Yeah. Back in Atlanta. She was definitely, she was definitely in my bracket of the designers that would have that explosion of amazingness. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like a a bundle of potential. Mm hmm. I just love it. Um, Yeah. Because I, you know, you know, within fashion, especially in Atlanta, she has a very different voice. And I think she's, it's, it's a very necessary thing. And I, I personally really connected with what she was going for in terms of you know mm-hmm. um, someone who's who dresses very differently than the normal um idea of what a woman should look like and i although i've never lived in atlanta or 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 georgia you know my family southern you're in the south i feel like and i and i said this i think maybe the first episode that there are these expectations in a way that you're um you know if if you if you choose to not accept it then you're always butting up against something very forcefully in a way where you have to sort of answer for why you're not wearing such and such or why you're not um you know uh choosing to do something that is expected of something that's quote-unquote feminine yep. or whatever so i really appreciate yeah. her aesthetic yep. so i'm gonna miss it man me too yeah, yeah. that's exactly it Man, so Tasha, 
we'll see you later. And um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the end of the episode here, and 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 we're concluding as well. But of course, before we go, any final thoughts, Amelia, and also any final um, goodbye, not goodbyes, but like things to plug before we go. Uh, final thoughts. Still no Alex. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Like, all right, guys. I know. I know. Yeah, it's like dude. he didn't come out and like give Tasha like words of wisdom and you know, wonderful yeah. backup to Tim because oh, I miss him so yeah, much. Yeah, it didn't happen. I know. Um, yeah, I think I think our like our joys are leaving. Tasha is a like a a, a light of a, a spot of joy in the workroom, and our spots of joys mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Fading. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those were. That was my final thought. Um, final thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. What month are we in? October. Happy yeah. early Halloween, everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's all. <laughs> it's that time of year. Yay. And also, so where can people find you online? So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Textile Bags. It's T-E-X-S-T-Y-L-E Bags. And through my website, TextileBags.com. Yay, wonderful. And <laughs> and same here. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Ernaz, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E. And um, and again, uh, to uh, to repeat, I am leading a workshop at Penumbra Foundation here in New York City on November 6th. And, um, and please look up penumbrafoundation.org. It's a wonderful place where they teach historic photo processes like tintype and wet plate printing techniques and if you if you don't know what I'm talking about then all the more reason to look look them up um and so my workshop is on November 6th which is um marathon day whoops so um you know full disclosure I'm a former marathoner and so I love the New York marathon but I I'd obviously rather be printing in the dark room than watching people run in the cold so um, I'm, I'm looking forward to spending some time with, with some cool people. So of course, if anyone is interested, you can, um, look that up. And also if you're in the area, of course, cause it's in New York, good old Midtown East. And, um, I want to say that of course you can find, um, this podcast again, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher and SoundCloud. And of course, like us on Facebook so you can get our updates whenever we post anything, um, especially if we post anything from Samilia's website and all of her new amazing bags that she's making um, or anything <laughs> just kind of wonderful during the week that we we come across about Project Runway. Um, and we also have a Gmail account. I don't often <laughs> doubt this, but I, I guess I should say <laughs> if anyone wants to send us an email, you can send us an, an email, um, an email through Gmail at, um, uh, this is in the workroom at gmail.com. So with that, um, thanks so much, um, to all of you guys who are listening to us and, um, having fun with us watching the show. Oh yeah. That of course is amazing. We're having so much fun. 
mm-hmm. just kind of catching on talking about it. So, so yeah. All right. And then until next week and um, happy Halloween. Is Halloween next week? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Is it next week? Oh yeah. Holy crap. It's on, it's Monday. Right. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So then um, by next week, yeah, Halloween will be had and done. So have fun everyone. And um yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll maybe we can put up some costumes. I don't know. We'll see. That'll be that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know some people will come up with some interesting things. I know some people and I'll, I'll I'll have to post it. Um so yeah, anyway, so until until our next um episode with you guys, we'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye. I learned a lot being here, so I just wanna amp everything up. Take it to the next level and keep pushing. That's all I can do. This just was part of the journey.